Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. On this podcast, we'll take a journey to the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. I am your host, your post-host, Clocky, and today I'll be sharing with you two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has four images of Disneyland, Sleeping Beauty Castle with the Matterhorn in the background, the Mark Twain with a keelboat in the foreground and the Matterhorn in the background, a Jungle Cruise boat with a hippo trying to charge the boat, luckily the Jungle Cruise skippers only take cash, and finally, a Tomorrowland submarine starting its journey into liquid space. On the back it reads, 1. Sleeping Beauty Castle, 2. Mark Twain, 3. Jungle Cruise, 4. Submarine Ride, Disneyland, Walt Disney's fabulous Magic Kingdom, a place for the young in heart of all ages to find happiness and knowledge. It's postmarked December 5, 1964, Walt Disney's 63rd birthday. I assume they visit the park on December 5th, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The weather was a high of 78 and a low of 37. Park attendance that day was 8,510. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. Edwin Glitzow, Jr. of Martinez, California. It reads, Hi, Sheila and Ed. We called you on Saturday before we left, but you weren't home. Jack has been busy writing, showing me beautiful and interesting sights. Today we go to Disneyland. Hope to see you before I leave. Love, Mamie and Jack. Mamie and Jack were at Disneyland on Walt Disney's birthday. Walt Disney was born in Chicago on December 5, 1901. Earlier in 1901, Walt's father Elias Disney made a friendship deal with the family's preacher, Walter Parr. Parr's wife was also expecting a child. The promise was if either child were a boy, they would name him after each other. So, the Parrs welcomed Elias Parr, while the Disneys welcomed Walter Elias Disney. The Disneys left Chicago when Walt was five and moved to Marceline. The next time you're on Main Street USA in Disneyland, you might notice there's some references to Marceline. Tilly, the mannequin that sits in the Main Street Cinema ticket booth, has a name tag with Marceline, Missouri, printed under her name, and the hotel on Main Street is named after Marceline as well. The front of our next postcard has two floats from the Main Street Electrical Parade. Goofy driving the railroad engine float, and Minnie sitting in the float behind with a large drum with the parade title twinkling in lights. On the back it reads, Main Street Electrical Parade. One of Disneyland's most popular summer attraction is the exciting Main Street Electrical Parade. Each evening, the very heart of Disneyland suddenly blacks out as more than half a million tiny lights transform a series of beautiful floats into a shimmering parade spectacular. It's postmarked December 5th, 1974, and I assume they visit the park on Thursday, December 5th, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The weather was a high of 67 and a low of 49. It's addressed to Home Partner of San Francisco, California. It reads, Miss Josephine Haynes, address, Oakland, California, zip code, phone number, Super Bowling. I have a few postcards similar to this one. This card was sent in for a mail-in sweepstakes of some kind. The company would harvest the addresses and phone numbers and begin to send targeted marketing phone calls or mail to the senders. I attempted to look up what the price could have been, but couldn't find anything specific about this sweepstakes. 
This postcard was also sent on Walt's birthday. My personal favorite Walt stories are the two times he was underestimated. First with Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, the movie that was given the nickname Disney's Folly, and critics made claims that no one would sit through a feature-length cartoon. Meanwhile, it still ranks 10th in box office revenue adjusted for inflation. The second time was with Disneyland. Again, critics never thought that a theme park could be maintained or could shake the negative stigma of amusement parks. Walt was able to create Disneyland and see it through its first 11 years. There have been many books written about Walt Disney. I suggest starting with Walt Disney, an American original by Bob Thomas. It's a good starting point for learning about Walt. If you're not ready to make the time commitment of reading the book, head to the Walt Disney Family Museum in San Francisco, California, or watch the 2001 documentary, Walt Disney, The Man Behind the Myth. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. A special thanks to e-ticket patron Tania and Eric Daniels, C-ticket patrons The Riley Family, Debbie Weinstein, Brian Crawford, and Serious Inquiries Only, and a special shout-out to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the A-Ticket patrons, Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Claire Voigtlander, Alexis Robles, Angelica Nablock, All Aboard Podcast, and Maggie and Henry Byers. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Sent From Disneyland, or on Twitter at Sent From Disney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard address to Sent From Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its hosts and the guests of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.